Hello and welcome to Reality Speaks. This is your host, Jake and Orton, and this is where we talk. We talk about what's really going on in the world, what does the Bible really say, and how are we as Christians supposed to live in this modern world. We are wrapping up a series today by talking about the reality of eternity, part three, this focus is on heaven. We talk about the music we have going on in our churches or in regards to heaven, just how our mentality has been shaped by movies, touch on some doctrines that some people have that aren't necessarily biblical, and um, just why are we looking forward to one day walking on streets of gold with the gates of pearl, and just what is it about heaven that really is so attractive? It's an interesting discussion. It's an interesting thoughts to think about. And hopefully something that we say will draw you in to really think a little more deeply about what heaven really is going to be. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so last week. We talked about what? Nothing. Last week we talked about nothing. Talked about. We weren't. Last week we enjoyed some lovely foodstuffs. And uh, as our dearly beloved vice president said, we enjoyed the long weekend. I'm pretty sure the actual president said that too. No, he just said st- stay cool this weekend. He didn't even he didn't even say enjoy. He just said stay cool. We try to avoid political talk, but sometimes it's just fun. <laughs> but uh, we we uh, we spent some time with family, had some good food, and we took a week off. Sorry for everyone that I really not talked to anyone as far as that goes. I'm supposed to be. How much am I gonna be on the camera, Jiggy? <laughs> This this tea jug is representing um, Texas until he decides to show his face if he ever does. Texas's new name is Milo. This is who I am. <laughs> Texas's name is Milo. Um, he goes by Milo now. I don't. My, Milo's family made nineteen forty six famous sweet tea. That is probably the most southern thing we've ever said on this show. Three simple <laughs> ingredients. Three smart ingredients. Funny. And what's the third ingredient? Not great at math. (laughs) You've got a new contact name. I'm just going to call you Milo now. (laughs) Finally, you're really confused (laughs) when I call you and it's like Milo. And you're like, who's my. My old cat is calling me from the grave. <laughs> down there. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of the grave, <laughs> uh, two weeks ago 
we we can talk about how Milo and Cheyenne are gonna be in heaven waiting for us. We're talking about heaven today, and um, we've touched on this a few times, and you decided to bring it up again. It's okay. We can be happy on the heaven podcast. Do, do all dogs? Do all dogs go to heaven? Yeah, not all dogs, just the good ones. Oh, just the good ones. Okay. They've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All dogs go to heaven. Okay. Because all dogs are good dogs. There are no bad dogs. There are only bad trainers or owners or whatever well, the quote is. Here's your question. I've heard What's th- going to happen with all the waste in heaven? Waste? Dogs create waste. It's heaven! I, I'm pretty sure no one is going to be... I don't think anyone's going to be defecating. We create waste. <laughs> I don't think we'll create waste in heaven. We have human bodies that are physical, and heaven, I don't believe, is a physical place. Well, I mean, actually, there are some people who say that it is. I really don't know on that, but I know that we are not going to have these types of bodies in heaven. Right, that is true. Yeah, Bethany. We're not going to have these types of bodies in heaven, these flesh bags. (laughs) Dirty flesh bags. Um... I, I don't believe that's the way it's going to work. Um, but yeah, we're talking about heaven today. And we're talking about what is our destination. Where are we going? Uh, we hit on it a little bit. We've talked about the dogs. dogs. Talked about the cats. Cats. Um, but to introduce this for today, I, I have this uh, question on my mind because I've heard a few people talking about it. You walked in here, you were wondering why I was playing some music. Um, I've got a playlist on my Spotify. Um, that's songs about heaven. And nice. I, I like to make my Spotify playlist just Heavenly be the name. actually about heaven? Yes, it is. It is. We'll walk on streets of gold. We'll yeah, finally be is. home. Yeah, that's true. Fly with me. I haven't heard it in a long time. Yeah. Um, I actually listened to an interview... Uh, I actually listened to an interview with Kristen Hicks. In heaven with me. That's in the bridge. Those are both in there. Yeah. It's heavenly in heaven with me, and the other one is where destiny meets reality. So, here on Reality Speaks. Yeah. Who said we were singing the bridge? Who said we were singing the bridge? Well, I actually listened to an interview with Kristen Hicks here recently. She was talking about how there's not a whole lot of modern songs about heaven, which is kind of her motivation to Especially write this songs song. like that. You might not be able to play it. They might copyright us. Uh, I, I wasn't planning it. to, but I was going to scroll through this and, and kind of look at some of these. Um, and, and some of these I feel like is even kind of a stretch to say that they're songs about heaven, but they in the... Heroes in Heaven isn't really... Uh, it's about here, <laughs> and the other one is here on earth, as in heaven. But it talks about the idea of what heaven is. Which that can ha- we can be lost in his presence here on earth, but we can also be lost in his presence up in glory. So, I mean, then of course you've got the more modern not so apostolic ones of revelation song and i can only imagine and it's not a very big playlist but I, I have several of these but i it doesn't have to be a song that I have listed on this playlist but what is your favorite song about heaven i always 
always want to say heaven on earth. You No, it's not it's heaven on earth. It's um. Uh, I can't think because song Texas is. I want to know how it feels. That's my favorite. So both of them are southern gospel. <laughs> Most songs about heaven that's are southern gospel. Yeah, that's because southern gospel songs. Most of them are older, and people don't really do it. Sing about heaven anymore, which is stupid, but it's true. Yeah, nearly every time someone preaches about heaven, you hear the you hear that line. Oh, we just don't sing many songs about heaven anymore. We days. don't a preacher preaching about heaven's always got to say we don't preach about heaven enough anymore. We don't preach about heaven enough. We don't talk about hell enough. We we don't we we, we don't sing about heaven enough. You hear all those. Hear and it's true. Those. They say it because it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite songs about heaven. Mama said, "Move the tea jug." That was a while ago. We explained why it's there. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my favorites is actually kind of recent, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's actually my favorite or not, but I just really like Court Chavis's like heaven medley that he stuck into his uh, his album. It's kind of from twenty fifteen. His twenty fifteen album, mm-hmm. that last track, I, I just love it. It's it's fun to listen to. Yeah, it just it's like gets you excited. Pumped can we? Up. Can we call... It's like, are we famous enough to call out Court Chavis and say he needs to make a new album? <laughs> I mean, we can. He just won't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody share this to Court Chavis and tell him he needs to make a new album. He's, he's behind. Like, 2015, man, that's like... That's, that's behind when ago. all of the apostolic artists just started going Yeah, Jay Wilson's come out with two albums in like two years. Two or three years, dude. Yeah, get on that, brother. <laughs> no. But seriously, uh, there it, and there we go. We got we got a good song suggestion right there. I woke up this morning feeling fine. I woke up with heaven on my mind. That's a pretty good one there. But what what is the thi- what is it that you think of? When you think of heaven normally, what what image comes into your head? Clouds. Clouds. Okay. I think about the gate, the like the. The gates. gates. Yeah. I always imagine like a really long line. And like the streets of gold. And when I see this, when I think about the streets of gold, this is probably wrong, but I imagine like the yellow brick road. I always imagine it like not even bricks, just some solid sheet of so gold. I'm sure that's probably more realistic. So polished that you can like, it's like transparent. Transparent gold. That's something crazy to kind of imagine. Like, you have not seen anything like it. You've seen plenty of artist renditions, and honestly, most of artist renditions I see of heaven, I'm just like, I hope it doesn't look like that, because that feels disappointing. Like, there's some pretty ones, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, honestly, gonna be able to so, some photos it. I see of heaven, I'm like, yeah, that's a nice place. But honestly, I've been to vacation destinations that I thought were prettier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's just And like, if that's the case, then their picture is wrong. The, <laughs> exactly. It's the human mind trying to create something that, that they can't, can't imagine. Conceive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that feels rude. I'm like, 
you're doing great. I'm glad you're trying to create that so that we'll yeah, have there, something. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong but with it. But still, there's just nothing quite on the level of what heaven's really going to be. Yeah. I mean, but it's like, thank you for trying, though. Yeah. <laughs> and we need more people to do stuff like that because as those preachers are meeting, when they say we don't sing about heaven enough and we don't preach about heaven enough, it's... We need to keep it on our mind. We need to keep heaven on our mind because if we don't live with eternity in our hearts, as the scripture says, it will come like a thief in the night. It will come like a thief in the night. If the man had known what hour, if the watchman had known what hour the thief would come, he would have been able to stop him. But yeah, it would have done. Yeah, turned on his alarm security system and went to bed. Yeah, he he would. I mean, back in the day, back in the days when Jesus put that parable out there, there were that you weren't exactly having. Uh, uh, you, you didn't exactly have ADT security back then. So they had donkeys, <laughs> and donkeys slack. Donkey security. Bad. That's that's what we're going with now. Yeah, that's why you see like cows and horses in a field, and then they'll randomly be like a donkey. Because that donkey is like gonna be like, I gonna see something. Okay, donkey security. That's that's the way they were apparently supposed to do security back in the day. All right. So based on so you picture gates, you're picturing streets of gold, gates of pearl. Is that why you? Is that why you want to go to heaven? Because of the pretty no. place? No. I literally have never even considered that. I mean, beautiful homes are wonderful. And it's all the better if you have a beautiful home. There's a mansion that's built for me in glory. Yeah, it's a con. That's not the tune of that song at all. Jesus is going to be there. Jesus. I'm not burning forever. Like... <laughs> I got a new body. Never be sad or upset ever. Being God's spirit all He will the wipe time. away every like, tear from that. It's completely unimaginable. Like, I mean, oftentimes... I like I like on that new Draylon Young album where that guy gets up and preaches in the middle of the song. And okay. he's, like, yeah. he's like, is this how you're going to act when you get to glory? He's like, is this what you're going to do when you walk through the gates of heaven? He's like, this is practice for when you step into the streets of gold. It, it was really good. You just have to hear it. Oh, I don't yeah. know what song it's on, but. Yeah, uh, so let's just, let's just look here. Uh, Revelation 21, verse 9, not 8. There came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows, full of the seven last plagues, talked to me, was saying, Come hither, and I will show you thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. He carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain. He showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven I'm talking about from God. And here's a thing to notice. This is one city in heaven. Heaven is not one city. Yeah, I didn't realize that until not that long ago. Yeah. So, having the glory of God, her light's like unto a stone most precious, on even the jasper stone, clear as a crystal. 
had a wall great and high, twelve gates, and that and at the gates twelve angels, names written thereon, the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel, on the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, on the west three gates, and the wall of the city's twelve foundations, and in, in them the names of the twelve apostles. So big city, big foundations. Measured the walls, 144 cubits. The building of the walls, jasper. The city's pure gold, like clear glass, as we were saying earlier. All manner of precious stones. Lots of stones. The Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple. You can be in the literal presence of God, unlike we have ever been here on earth. Yeah. The city didn't need the sun or the moon to shine because God is all the light we need. The nations that are saved will walk in the light. The kings of the earth bring their glory and honor. The gates of it will not be shut at all by day, for there will be no night. In other words, the gate will never be shut because it's not going to be shut by day, So, and there's never going to be night. The gates are always open. You're always available to walk into the streets of gold. Always available to walk before the presence of God. And there will in no wise enter into it anything that defiles. Neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So if you are written in the Lamb's book of life. There will be no... Wait, there, there's not going to be any sin that will ever mess up your presence of God moment going on while you're in heaven. Because you can't see And you get water of life clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of a street on either side of the river, the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, yielded her fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. You can eat stuff that heals you and keeps you pure, keeps you... Literally just food that'll keep you pure. No night, no candle, no neither light of the sun. God is the light. So we we're talking a final destination that is not impure at all. Absolutely one hundred percent pure final destination I see that we are going to a place that is absolutely 100% pure that is where we are hoping to be one day when we're talking about heaven that's what we're talking about we're talking about complete purity complete perfection perfection and you touched on it never be sad again he will wipe away every tear from the eye. You're going to be comforted by God. You're going to be living in the place where your prayers are answered. There will be no need for worry, no need for fear. He is absolutely there to answer everything that you need. You are forevermore in the presence of God in peace. And we are trying to get away from that impurity that is this earth, this imperfection, this 
and I, I there's a verse that says, "Now we see through the glass darkly, but then we're going to see him face to face." There's not no need. There is no need for fear in the presence of God. There's not no need for fear. There's nothing to fear but... (laughs) (laughs) We are are aiming for heaven. Our destination is heaven. We can't focus on now. We cannot focus on now. Because now... Well... Now is not good. Nah. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. If heaven's not my home, oh Lord, what will I do? Burn. Fair enough. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think that's the next line to that song, but no. <laughs> uh, but I have a question here. Lay it on. Is there a problem with getting most of your ideas about heaven from from music instead of the Bible? <laughs> Well, hopefully the music gets it from the Bible. You hope that. But even the secular world has songs about heaven. Yeah. And they're wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some there's a song about drinking a beer with Jesus. Hell, Lord. We don't even want to touch on country music. I hadn't even thought about that one. Yeah. <laughs> country music. Country music about heaven. Oh, Lord. It's, yeah, it's got some ideas. They don't get yeah. it. <laughs> and they're wrong. They they have the same ideas about heaven as like I mean we we mentioned how Hollywood has messed up our pictures of hell but it's messed up our pictures of heaven too yeah well and just like the good like we talked about the good place yeah you just gotta be good you just gotta do good things no but like and not just not just the system to get in but what happens when you're in there yeah like they all got bored in paradise. Your individualized paradise. Heaven is your individualized paradise. Whatever it... Your heaven can be totally different from someone else's heaven. Yeah, and you just gotta be good to go there. Just be good. Just Just let your good outweigh your bad. As long as your good outweighs your bad, you get enough good points, you can make it into... You can make it into heaven. Actually, no... I'll tell you this one time when I was a kid. I actually believed that for a while. That Well, yeah, a lot you, of people believe either, that. Like, before the good place and stuff when I was a kid, like, I believed that how it worked was you just had to do more good things than you did bad things. I mean, And I it, believe there was an actual, like, tally. I believe a tally. Tally like, mark. Once I was good, On I was this bad. day, Texas Young stole his so, sister's Pop-Tart. So, like, <laughs> so, a lot of times, one but on thing I would day, do... But on this day, he fed a poor homeless puppy. <laughs> hey, one thing I would do to always give me, like, a good tally when I was not very old at all. Uh-huh. I'm dead serious. At the apartments, all them old ladies be taking out the trash, walking all the way across the complex to take the trash out. I'd meet them halfway and take their trash to the dumpster for them. Because you wanted to go to heaven? 
Because I want it. Because I was like, <laughs> there we go. There's my <laughs> there's my good points there's for today. This will out this will outweigh all the stuff I've been doing to my sister today. And then and then that <laughs> little lady be like, here, follow me back to my house. I got a treat for you, and she'd give me like money or something. Well, hey, you I'm may like, you may not have got. Hey, maybe I'm not getting points with Jesus, but at least I'm getting points with Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Whatsoever you do to the least of these, you've done unto me, though. So, I mean, I mean, of course, there is some. It's a messed up version of the truth. I mean, nothing you do can get you to heaven, except for falling on the plan of salvation. The plan of salvation that Jesus has laid out. For That's us. stuff you do, Jacob. So technically something you do can get you to heaven. We are saved by grace through faith, not through our works, lest any man should boast. Yeah, because but, we don't do the things we do because it gets us in heaven. No, we do it because we love Jesus. Yeah, and if we do it because it gets us in heaven, then it works, and works aren't what get us there. Basically, if you have if well, you works Mac. Yes, works matter. I saw a meme, funny enough, that explained it well. Mm-hmm. Of course it, you did. <laughs> I think Kevin Cummins showed it. Yeah. It said, uh, I don't know, you talk about something else, I'm actually going to go find it because I'm going to butcher it okay. if I just <laughs> what it says. Yeah, basic of it is this. If we think that we're good enough on our own, it's not true, but... All right, let's see this. We are not saved by works, but our faith will produce works. Yes. So, here's what it says. We're not saved by works, but the Bible, what it says is faith without works is dead. We're saved by faith. You can be saved by dead faith, meaning, therefore, works are going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's the, yes, absolutely. We need a relationship with Jesus, and relationships produce the gift of God. That relationship with Jesus is going to produce the gift of God, just like that relationship with uh, old Gertrude at the apartments produced uh, some money or some cookies. (laughs) Just... I have no idea if there's any lady at the apartments named Gertrude. I just am enjoying the illustration now. You're in the area, I think. <laughs> like Martha, <laughs> Diane. Velma. Velma. You're there, I'm sure. <laughs> if not now, in days gone by. <laughs> Gladys. Gladys. Odell. Linda. Odell, you deal, Linda. Claude, Eugene, That's and Clovis. My great grandma. Huh? Linda's my great-grandma. <laughs> no, not my great-grandma. Just my grandma. Okay. <laughs> we... All right, let's get back to where we're supposed to be. We're talking about the way to get to heaven here. <laughs> you gotta impress old ladies. It's not impressing old ladies. It's not impressing Jesus, even. You gotta it's getting that relationship with Jesus him. right. You've gotta you need impress to love your him. pastor to make it to heaven. That's, that's no. not true either, is it? <laughs> Yeah, so, um, can someone, can someone fix anything about the, about their eternal destination after they have already died? No. 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 That sucks, but no. 
I'm pretty sure it's no. Why aren't you saying anything? Yeah, dude. What? It's no. <laughs> what are you saying? It's no. It's no. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Let, let's look at what the Bible says about that. Jesus tells a story about a rich man. I think we hit on this hey, last can you time. you the story last week? Yeah. We didn't. Last week we ate food in an unfinished house. Yeah, last, last week we went to our uncle's house and ate grilled stuff. Oh. The week before that, we I told this same story. Jesus told the story, rich man and a beggar named Lazarus. Rich man dies and ends up in the place where the dead people go. They were technically, according to Brother Bernard, he, he says that um, they were both in a place known as Sheol, which is the resting place of souls. Um... But one was in the good destination on the last destination of souls. One was in the bad place. Where it's eternal suffering, one's eternal rest, one's eternal suffering. Because in the last days when Jesus sounds the trumpet, that's when souls actually go to heaven or bad or final destination of hell. It's just a resting place or a place of suffering. Anyway, the... Hell means both of those things, <laughs> and heaven means both of those things, paradise or actual heaven we read about in the book of Revelation. That's not the big point. The big point is this. Um, while he's there, he says, hey, can you make my suffering any easier? And Abraham tells him, no, we have no access to you down below. Why am I even hitting on this? Why am I hitting on the idea that you can fix something after you're in hell or or heaven? I don't know. Because you're the one who creates the content for the <laughs> podcast you decided to bring it up. Reason why is because there is this idea about a thing called purgatory. Oh, where you can go and serve your time in jail. In order to Basically, serve. you can wander around the earth until somehow you've earned mm -hmm. up, up enough good points or bad points to go to heaven or hell. I'll be honest. I, I saw it on the episode of Doctor Who. Purgatory was. I thought purgatory was just like where you stayed until you went one place or the other. I didn't know you could fix anything there. No, basically, it's like you go there for however many years you were bad. And like, I'm pretty sure. And then you either earn enough good points or bad points to go to one place or the other. I'm not Catholic, so I don't know all that many details about it, but that's the idea. <laughs> Basically. It doesn't get any more deeper than that. I mean, it probably does, but it, it doesn't... I'm, I'm sure there's probably pages upon pages of some books yeah, that I'm not It's not real, not so it read. doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I may read them at some point, but... <laughs> read them just to... Just, just to, just to just be to able to understand the idea a little more. So, so like, bro, just don't make sense. Yeah, but um, I actually read a book that kind of gave the idea in some different format. Uh, it's actually a really interesting book um, called The uh, the Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. The first chapter kind of talks about this idea of purgatory. Uh, and uh, another one. Ooh. Yeah. There's, an, there's another book that kind of hits on it, a, a trilogy of books, actually, which is uh, 
Purgatorio is one of the is the second book. Purgatorio. Purgatorio, yeah. Purgatorio. The same place as it's by the same man that wrote Inferno. Purgatorio. Good old Dante. That'd be like a good song to write. Someone should write that. Purgatorio. I don't think so. <laughs> no. But. So since there is no purgatory. There is no purgatory. There is no second chance after death. What there is do? no second chance. You just you don't do it die good while you're here. You are ready to. Ooh, you, you just die, hit on a good one there. You just die. Don't die unless you're ready to. But why I not choose when I die? What? Well, some people do. I'll be right back. Some people do. Uh, suicide. Not a good idea. If you... Yeah, it's just not a good idea. So, don't do that. So, don't die unless you're ready to. How are we ready to die? Acts 238. And then you live it. Yeah. Um, continue in the Apostles' Doctrine. Be re- Repent. Be baptized. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This promise is to you, to your children, to them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's the way to be ready for heaven. So, what about this idea that every funeral you've ever gone to, you've always heard that that person went to heaven? Is that true? Was what true that I've heard it or that they went to heaven? Is it true that every funeral you've ever been to has had someone that's got, gone to heaven? Well, I, I'm not God, but I, I doubt it. Yeah, the Bible says, um, straight, wide is the gate that leads to destruction, and many there be that find it. But straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. The majority of people don't live to the standards that it takes to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's a hard truth to face, but it's truth. Mm-hmm. Jesus said so. God helps close the gap. Jesus said so. He, he said, I, I read this this morning. Um, I read this this morning. It said that um, it's easier for some people. For some people, it's easier for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than for them to make it into the kingdom of God. Rich people is what that said, but um, my question for you. Are you a rich person? No. (laughs) By the standards of the world, you're pretty rich. (laughs) What? By the standards of the world of the world at large, you living in America are pretty rich. He's not wrong. I guess that's true. Because you ha- you do have a fridge and running water, that's and like, whether or not your washer works, you have one. If we went to a third world country, works. we'd be like top five there. Uh, I heard this that. story. Um, I don't know. There was a missionary. Cool. There was a missionary who uh, invited some pastors from his 
uh, from the nation he had been ministering to uh, to come with him to America. And when he came to America, they, were, they went to an all-you-can-eat buffet at, for the guy's first meal in America. And the guy Quite said... the introduction. <laughs> yeah, lands in a plane, drives through a nice neighborhood, stops at an all-you-can-eat buffet. And the guy is sitting there, and he says, Pastor, how do you get these people excited about heaven? And the guy, and the pastor says, what, what do you mean? He said, well, when we describe the marriage supper of the Lamb, this is what we're picturing. An all-you-can-eat buffet. And, when, when, and those houses that we passed on the way over here, that's the mansions that we picture. That's what we picture for those mansions that were promised in heaven. How do these people get excited about heaven? Because this is what the hope that we're holding on to is that where your every day is, is the heaven that we picture. Hmm. It's easier for a rich, for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven. Indeed. And think about it. How many times have you forgotten to pray because you were scrolling on your magic little, uh, magic little box here? Mm-hmm. But now it's getting to the point where even in third world countries, the magic little boxes are available. It's more like a rectangle, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'll get you. Rectangle, sure. Get your idea. Boxes. Your, your, magic shiny re- your, ma- your magic shiny so rectangle. Are you telling me that if I get a something shaped like a rectangle inside the box, that it's not a box because it's a rectangle? Okay. <laughs> There's a term for it. Well, it's anyway, deal a box. Your, your magic little box does not equal square. Your magic little box with all the access to all the knowledge in the world, your rectangular box <laughs> that shines light in your face and keeps you up all night long. How often have we done that? Or how often has it been that you're, you uh, elect to fast and then your boss brings in donuts? Because you live in a country with an obesity epidemic of all things. Hmm. Where back in the days of where back in the days of the judges, it was pointed out that a man was fat to show how rich he was. Yeah. But now you we're all fat. you got big bucks. Yeah. And and now you hear stand up comedians go on about how uh, how how it's so hard to lose weight. So what are you looking forward to in heaven? Our hope has to be something different than just riches. The thing to get you excited about heaven. I think that whole thing that you just explained, I mean, and obviously... It's good that they can um, look forward to heaven because they're not used to the things that we have and we should be ashamed of ourselves and all that. That's true. But I think that it means that when we spoiled little brats are excited about heaven, it means that we're excited for the right reasons. Oh, yeah. Either that or we're scared to go to hell, which is... I mean, here's the thing. No, what's universal across everyone? We breathe. (laughs) 
And we all have someone we know that stopped breathing. Mm. Is I that mean, true? What's universal to everyone is that one day you will stop breathing. There you go. Well, that's true. There will be a day that you will never breathe again. Mm-hmm. And what it says, it's the first thing that, it's the first thing Jesus said to Nicodemus. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And it's that most quoted verse of all time that he said to Nicodemus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Probably the most quoted verse of all time. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny enough, though, mm-hmm. as an apostolic, we're, we're taught that that's a dangerous verse. We are. Because... You gotta do more than just believe. You gotta do more than just believe. You need to quote John three five, not John three sixteen. <laughs> pretty sure it's okay to quote any verse in the Bible. I, I'm pretty sure it is, but when I grew up as an apostolic, I always thought those are dangerous verses because people won't know that you actually that you actually mean uh, speak. You gotta speak in tongues and be <laughs> and be baptized in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Growing up as an apostolic, you don't want people thinking that you're. That you don't want people to think you're a Baptist, good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> you're a Baptist? <laughs> so you have a high view of baptism? Right? <laughs> you ever see, you haven't seen that meme? As, no. Lee, as Lee Stone King says... Um, it's like, you're a Baptist. You must, you must have a high view of baptism, right? <laughs> and it's right? like... You do have a high view of baptism, right? It's another meme that I saw on Facebook. I haven't seen it, no. Theological memes. Most Christian thing ever. That's where it's at these days. Um, theological memes. If you ain't theological hey, meme, you ain't doing Honestly, that. though, Lee Stone King's view on uh, denominations is kind of interesting. I heard him, I heard him he talked about meeting up with, up with a Catholic one time. He said, you, you're a Catholic, so you... Catholic means universal. You're the, you know, you're the universal church. You're the church that everyone that applies to everyone. And he said, "Actually, no. I'm, I'm, I'm the Catholic here. I'm my, my belief is the true universal church. We're the true universal church. That those that believe in Jesus' name." He talked to a Baptist. He said, "Actually, yes. I, I'm Baptist too. I believe in true baptism the way the Bible explains it." It's, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> Not all of them. Uh, we need to read the Bible. We need to know what it says. And what the Bible says about heaven, which is our topic for today. We need to be able to say this. And, and so often, I got a question. How often have you prayed this? Revelation 22 and 20. He which testifieth these things, saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. We want Jesus to come quickly and take us off to heaven. And it's sounding sweeter every day, as the songs do say. We need to be looking to heaven because... It is our hope. This world is getting rough out there, folks. 
We need to be ready for it. We need to be ready to go to heaven. Um, and you know, it's kind of crazy. We're coming to the end of this conversation here, and no one's even touched on. Uh, I mean, we talked about we want to see Jesus. We want to see the streets of gold. We we want to never be sad again. No one's even touched on. I want to see my grandma. I want to see my family. It's kind of odd that we didn't even touch on that one yet. But that's the absolute truth. Uh, we want to see Jesus, and we want to see the loved ones who have gone on before us. Both of those are true. I mean, we talked about that rich man in hell in that story of Lazarus. His one thought once he's made it to eternity is that he wants to make sure his family ends up in the right place. And not the wrong one like he has. Heaven, hell, it's not just about us. It's a view of eternity. And what eternity really seems to echo is something far beyond us. Something of a, a legacy. Eternity is legacy. It is eternal. It is forever. Um... Anyone have any more thoughts on this to chime in on? Any thoughts on the legacy attached to our eternity? <laughs> legacy attached to our eternity. People who've gone on before us or oh, people who's coming after us. No. Yeah. But we've... We we want our kids to make it, Absolutely. even though that you you guys know more on that than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our kids cuter than yours. You don't know yet. Actually, I do. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, and I was about to say, hey, even man. if you do have a kid, Jack, I don't think you're gonna <laughs> really yet. <laughs> it's hard to beat that. I'm just... <laughs> well. I would say that to everyone else, too, so don't feel bad. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> the anyway, rest of the world has got a pretty rough job getting cute. <laughs> well, anywho. Uh, we have people going on after us and people who have gone before us. And most importantly of all, the Lord has gone on before us to prepare a place for us. And we need to be ready. To go there. There is a heaven to gain and a hell to shine. And I thank God for what he's done. And you know what? Surely, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. We need you to come. We need you to come soon, Jesus. And we need to be ready when he comes. <laughs> We've got to be ready when he comes. And there is only one way to be ready to make sure that we end up in the right place in heaven. 
And that is as we said, except a man be born again of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. All right, we're going to wrap up here. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got more tuning in than usual. We've had more comments and interactions than we have had lately, so that is awesome. It's good to have you all here with us. And if you would, we are going to wrap this up in some prayer today. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done. You are great, you are holy, and you are magnificent, Lord Jesus. We thank you for eternity, and we pray, Jesus, that you would come quickly and that we all would be joined together in the sky or, or in the throne room, wherever it may be that we meet up first. We all want to be ready to meet you in heaven, to spend eternity with you, Jesus. You are so wonderful, and we thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name. Amen.